Welcome to the Live Right Now podcast with author, speaker, and chef Wendell Fowler and me, the official ringer of the Fiber Bell, producer Alan. This is where food and faith come together in a recipe for mindful living as we talk about how we can live right now. around us and guide our words on our mission to change the world we're here to contribute and I think as long as we're contributing to the better that the spirit guides will be with us thank you for all that you give us in this mission that we're on right now don't know where there's taking us don't know what's going to happen but it sure is fun <laughs> and with that, hello, beautiful souls. Hello, beautiful souls. Yes, it's Chef Wendell. And Alan. And I, just, I, I want people to hear that and let them know that we do this. We begin our show that way, even though you don't or haven't to this point heard us do that. But I want to start with that bit of gratitude and that bit of uh, raising of the vibrational energy of, of what we do here. Um, because... That's what today's episode is all about. We're talking about vibrational energy and, and how that affects your food and, it, and then in return comes back to you. It does. Yes, we don't realize it. When we pray, we pray over our food. Or, I mean, I, I, I got to admit, there were many, many years, Alan, that I didn't pray, period. <laughs> you know, when I got away from... You know the path down my early ages, but mm-hmm. now I realize praying is is infinitely more important than it's ever been in my life. And when we pray over food in the past, I remember you know we used to say those traditional, God, God is, is great, God is good, yes. And we we'd sing a song, God is great, and, and you mentioned earlier kind of a a monotone, God is good, God is great, and we think him and well, we thank home for our plate. <laughs> yeah. Well, when when you hear group prayer. And particularly in, in those sort of settings where everybody knows the same prayer. It always comes out that way. Mechanical. Very mechanical. Yeah, very, so, just not you know, robotic, not even thinking. You know, lacking any kind of sincerity. But now, And I think, you know, our world's going through some big shifts right now, you know, in the media, you know. And you think, I think we've gotten away from that, Alan. I think we've forgotten the seriousness of, of when we pray to to be sincere about our prayers, you know? I mean, some people pray on Sunday. Some people pray a couple times a week. Some people pray every morning. Some people pray every hour. Some people pray without ceasing, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I, I think that the whole idea was to get yourself into your body and your mind and your vibrational frequency to the point where you're almost conscious of, of, of your walk with every breath you take instead of going to Sunday and 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 listening to a minister uh, tell you what and what to do, and and then you go. Christian churches have their way of of atoning and going down to the altor, and and, and we should point out this is not specifically a Christian practice that we're talking. No, about. gosh, no. The every every religion, philosophy, uh, uh, any it doesn't matter what it is. Any place where they gave something a deity bigger than them. Uh, people always tend even go back to the, the primitive tribes of early man, you know, and they always gave credit to something larger than them. And their way of thinking in them was to mindfully give gratitude for what they're eating. And, and that gratitude is a magic word, isn't it? It is absolutely. And, and, and the mindfulness as well. I mean, we've, as you had talked about the roboticness and such, 
we've gotten away from being mindful in our gratitude, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when it comes to praying over our food. Exactly. And, and there's so many benefits to doing that. Well, more than more than I even realized, because you know we've been going through this vibrational thing for a couple of weeks, and and man, you know I heard, heard uh, was it Tesla say, "Once you understand the concept of energy, frequency, and vibration, you start understanding everything there is to understand about the world and how it works." And so when we started, then I started realizing that every time we pray, we're we're actually putting an energy out into the universe that will get picked up like on a on a satellite Absolutely. dish of divinity. Absolutely. And so you got to be careful what you and we shouldn't be asking for things. You know, we should be always in a state of gratitude. And I'm so grateful for this food in front of me right now because it gives me life. It extends my life. It it extends the quality of my liveness. Um, so the quality of what I'm eating, so that kind of leads us to think like, well, we don't eat a lot of quality food nowadays in this world. And, and, and when you look at the vibrational frequency of someone who's not healthy or angry and doesn't pray or doesn't have any kind of meaning in their life, their vibrational frequency is very, very, very low, you know, like 560 hertz or something like this. Well, and the vibrational frequency of food has been measured in the what oh, is yeah. the, the 30s or 40s. Um, oh, yeah. There was a scientist who, yeah. who actually measured mm-hmm. different foods mm-hmm. and in different states. Yeah. Uh, it on as angstroms was the mm-hmm. measurement that he used, mm-hmm. uh, and fresh raw food would measure. 6,500 to 10,000 angstroms. Oh my God, yes. Uh, and, and as you went down from you know, cooking your food <coughs> to processing your food, the number of angstroms, the measurement went down and down and down. So the, the energy, the vibrational frequency of the food was diminished and diminished and diminished the more processing you put it oh, through. Oh, absolutely. And heat. and Oh, absolutely. The less we do to food, the more the food does less. Because there are exceptions to that, mind you. Um, oh, root yeah. vegetables, if, if yeah. you if you uh, roast them. Carrots, uh, sweet potatoes, yeah. things like that. Absolutely. I mean, it actually yeah. increases the energy. It does, energy yeah. yeah. And who wouldn't like a baked sweet potato oh, and some roast, roasted carrots? Mm-mm-mm. But, you know, it's the energy of the food, the energy that gets absorbed from the sun and the moon and the wind and the rain, all the earthly elements, and combines the nutrients from the soil that give food its incredible flavor and its healing powers. And so mm-hmm. we're eating foods now that have been manipulated and processed and, and they don't, they monocrop farm now, they don't let fields go fallow. Mm-hmm. So they regain their nutrients back again. So man in his um, false hubris creates chemicals to put back in the soil made by man. Mm-hmm. Basically, again, I've said this before, it's like raising your fist to the sky and giving God the finger you know, when you think that you can do better than what God is doing. And you God know. sees that and says, you know, I made that finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the vibrational frequency of this type of food is incredible, you know. Um, but then let's say, you know, we're, we're hitting the head with the, the dead GMO foods. And as you mentioned, the overly processed food. And we, when we eat that kind of food, our vibe drops. So, you know, it's, it's going to just drop and drop and drop. Um, and because today's most of today's food has zero vibrational frequency, zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a we lot of it barely it. qualifies as food. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, and I'm in right. some qu- countries, it's actually illegal to sell as food. Oh, yeah, well, and, but all those foods that are legal in all the other nations of the world are also legal here in, in, in the United States. So, but you know, when we eat food with zero vibrational frequency, and we get sick, we get disconnected, we're unable to connect with the divinity. Uh, you know, so what happens is. 
I remember being out at lunch, you know, a year ago. I was up at Ezra's a restaurant in Broadway, a raw restaurant here in town that's mm-hmm. doing so well. And I was eating lunch with a lady who I consider highly vibrational, good, a deeply spiritual person. And we ordered some food. And when it came to her, I saw her circle her hand in a circle over the food like she was zapping it with a mm-hmm. ray. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. And, and so it, did, it registered at the time, so I did a little. And I realized she was praying over the food. So that, you know, fast forward to, the, to today when we're discovering all this stuff. That's... We have the ability, even though we, let's say we can't always eat something healthy. It's 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 hard in our culture today to. It's not always available. Oh, it's not always available with everything with the glyphosate in it nowadays. You know the Roundup thing, which we're learning, which we've learned is in almost everything on the market. They found Bob's Red Mill oatmeal muesli that we've been getting for a long time that says organic. Mm-hmm. They even found traces of of the glyphosate from Roundup in that. So. It's hard to get away from it. So, okay, so what do you do? You don't stop eating. Some people go, I'm so freaked out because I, there's nothing I can eat. What do I do, Chef Wendell? Because I people email me all the time. Well, the other way you can go is, well, it doesn't matter. I'll just eat whatever. <laughs> well, then they give up and say, well, whatever. I did. Yeah, exactly. But that's, that's the ultimate cop-out. Um, but what I've learned is that we are energy beings, we can connect with the light of Christ, the light of God, the light of the universe. Whatever you want to give it the light credit to being, that light is what we are. We are light. We are photons. We are composed of a group of molecules and atoms that just got together long enough for us to be seen, you know. <laughs> but we have the ability to channel. Proven, I mean, it's, it's been proven scientifically that our brains, I mean, to work, it takes electrical impulses to connect the neurons. It's we are a conductor of electricity, absolutely, uh, and a generator of electricity too. Absolutely. From other studies, oh my gosh, we yeah, we'll we'll set off alarms <laughs> when you put your feet to the ground. For example, you're you're plugging into Earth with this ions coming up through your body, and they can measure this. Your body absorbs. That's why going barefoot, they call it earthing, right? It connects you back to Earth again, and that's what we've done. We've been, you know, we've been pop we're eating food from a, a factory in a laboratory rather than from you know god's garden yeah, we talk about unplugging from our electronic devices oh my gosh they're I mean, toxic too yeah. there there's a way to unplug from all of that and, and ground yourself back to mm-hmm. earth to start you know where it all started well that's where that hugging trees came in i mean that was called kind of lumped into hippiedom but you know when you hug an old a tree with old his old energy in it you're actually grounding yourself into earth. You hold on to that tree and hug it. Maybe, maybe your neighbors will think you're nuts, but to heck with what your neighbors think. But that's another way. Earth grounds us. We can And we can reconnect ourselves. And that's what we need to do. We need to kind of like invite the light into our body. Now, we know we have seven major chakras. There's many more chakras than just the seven, but those seem to be the one. Now, every day I do a chakra balancing thing. I start with my, my, my uh, root chakra which is at the bottom of my spine. And then I, I go through each chakra up to my crown chakra and I visualize each one spinning clockwise and I'm cleaning it and I'm, invi- I'm inhaling light into my chakra. The light is all around us. We live in light. We, but apparently it comes through the crown chakra. Now that's where the divinity comes into you. Your pineal gland is right below it. And, the, and that, that's the very center of your brain, and that's the pineal gland that's been trashed over the years from various elements in our American diet that's made us, rendered it almost ineffective. But we can also clean it up with various things like turmeric, and there's various ways you can do it, but um, it's not that easy. Um, but when you, we all know what visualization is. Okay, when you close your eyes, 
visualize yourself as that little Buddha that would sit there cross-legged and the yellow and the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet lights are at the various spots in the body. We've all seen that picture. That's the way I picture myself. And I go through each chakra and I get it spinning and I inhale white light into it and I exhale the darkness that, I may have, that life may have tossed at me. And I do this every day because I'm keeping the blocks. I'm keeping, I'm removing any blockages that may be in there because your chakras and your energy chi, your chi, your prana, whatever it is you want to call it, mm-hmm. is in your body, but also gets blocked sometimes by life, the messiness of life. It's like a creek and the twigs and the leaves, and the, sometimes you got to go clean it out a little bit, and that's what this is all about. Sure, you have negative thoughts and toxic yeah, and it's gonna food. Come, yeah, you're always being affected by it. Yep. You can't help it, just the way life is. But let's say you go up to that crown chakra, and you're getting it spinning, and you know, I visualize light just pouring. If you feel the top of your head, we've all got a little soft spot. That was our baby soft spot up there yeah. when we were kids, you know. But they say that that's where the universe and the light comes into our body. So, okay, let's say you invite in the white light. You get in a very quiet mood and you put your hands with your palms up, ready to receive. And you let you visualize this incredibly powerfully white light enter through your chakra and down through your body into your arms, into your legs, into all of three, the, the leaves, uh, you know, their branches, you know, you look like the blood vessels, you know, I, I fill up every little thing. I'm pretty soon I feel, I picture myself glowing. So what you do, when you, you put your hand over the food and you visualize the energy that you've just powered up, that's always available to us, and you bless your food with that. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I found more articles online um, than I ever thought I would, you know, blessing your food to raise its vibration. And, 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 you know, obviously choosing organic, local and fresh is optimum. We yeah. know what foods uh, now. You know, when you start with quality, you, you know, you, you raise it to a higher and quality. It, exactly. And it, the fresher and cleaner, they already, already have a high vibe. So we know that, but sometimes we can't do that. So, you know, even conventional produce, the farmer's market, it's going to have a higher vibe than the stuff at the grocery store because the stuff that at the farmer's market was picked rather recently and it's still got the energy of the sun in it and it was picked more towards maturity. If you get food from California or Florida, it was picked way before it was mature and they gas it on this end in the, the tanks with uh, ethylene gas and it gets brighter and colorful and everything else. It doesn't mature its nutrient and it doesn't affect its energy. It just makes it more appealing for you to buy. <laughs> so and hasn't spent days on a truck sucking up diesel oh, fumes. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and that's unfortunate. Or sprayed with this, that, and the other. But, but you know, we can we can raise the vibration of our of our meals just by praying over it and giving our beautiful positive vibration into the food. You ever have someone put their hand up to you and say stop, mm-hmm. and they put their hand right in front of you, and you sometimes I feel it. I mean, I can actually. So you're you're sending out energy constantly, whether you realize it. Like someone, what do you think putting your hand up in front of somebody? Like I'm putting my hand up in front of Alan right now, like right in front of my face, right in front of saying stop. And I I could feel that energy. You can feel the energy. People don't realize they may give it credit to anything else but what it actually is. We are so powerful, but yet we've been told we don't have this power. That's what the guys are spewing from the pulpit. Religion's good. Don't get me wrong, folks. But there's some people out there making their spin on what it should be rather than the way it actually is. You know, it's like the Bible. You know, there's so many ways you can take some one word and I think, or one sentence or one thing and twist it into a million different ways. 
Alan and I are on our journey to seek the truth, the larger truth, the more the truth that we haven't really been told in our, in our the, lifetime. The universal truth. The universal truth. It does not diminish Christ's message or, or Buddha's message or any of this in matter. It does not diminish anything. It just makes us see that there's much, much more that we haven't been told about what is available to us in this earthly realm in our human form. Because what are we? We're just the universe experiencing human form. That's all we are. Ultimately, each of them, we're we're only giving us pieces of a puzzle. Exactly. And that's why I'm in this insatiable. I'm I'm no spring chicken anymore. I know people who are my age who have given up, quit learning, and I've learned enough. The learning never stops, and and it gets more glorious as you get older because you're wiser. You're able to understand that you can bless your food. You can raise your vibration. But you and you can make your kitchen a spiritual place. You can make cooking a meditation, turn it into not just a chore. People, I don't want to cook. I got too much. I don't have enough time. Well, the first thing you have to do is close the microwave and start on the stove. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, the microwave. Yeah, you want to take take something beautifully vibrational and put it in the microwave for thirty seconds and pull it out, and you've killed its vibe. You know. So, but but it sure is convenient. <laughs> That's. You know, we are slaves to our convenience. Isn't that true? You know, there was a book out called Like Water for Chocolate. Don't know whether you have, Alan, whether you had a, a chance to read this. Um, Not yet, but, but it's a, I'm, it, I'm in the process it's of a, a chick, move. It's so. kind of, oh, oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, put it on your list, but it's a lot a, of people out there may the have. List. Oh, my gosh, what it, what it is, it's a story of a, this powerful love affair between Tita and, and Pedro and, and, and this Tita. She was a chef, and, and, and she liked to do the cooking, and... And every time she cooked, whatever mood she was in would be imparted into the food. That's a beautiful story. It's a great love story. But let's say she was in a happy mood when she was cooking the food. So when everybody ate that food, they became happy. And then there's another time where she was sad. She was sad because she couldn't, it was unrequited love with Pedro. You know, she couldn't get the love that she wanted. So the sadness and the tears as she cooked dripped into the food. So therefore, when everybody ate her food, that food, that meal, they all became sad and melon. They all and it was like, oh my God, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just... But then, then one time, Tita was in a very romantic and amorous, randy kind of mood, <laughs> and she would, you know, needed to have a man. And and so that night at dinner, the story goes um, that during the dinner, everybody kind of <clears throat> excused themselves. It was an outdoor <laughs> dinner. And over the bushes over here, the bushes are flailing around. They're under the bridge over here. <laughs> so whatever she was imparting. The emotion and the energy, and emotion is energy, everything's energy, into the food, and therefore the people felt it. So when you're cooking it in your I mean, that's kitchen... A, that is a dramatization, but it, that really but does truly exactly, happen. Exactly, it does. And I thought, what a beautiful... But it, like water for chocolate. If you ever, Many of you, I'm sure, have read this book, uh, but if you ever get a chance to read it, uh, and that, and, and, and the, the messages in water. But yeah, so that's why I suggest even when you cook, you want to raise the vibration of your food. Cook in a meditative state. Get serious about it. Focus on what you're doing. Be mindful of what you're doing. It's like, if you're going to do the dishes, make it a meditation. Focus on what you're doing. Clear out all the other thoughts and just focus on cooking. That way, the food that comes out of your kitchen and into your, your loving family's dinner plate that night is going to nourish them in a way that will make them better. And we're not doing that. We're rounding, we're microwaving everything, or we're looking for shortcuts in our cooking, and then we forget to pray over our food. And it's no wonder we're 
we're not going to be able to reach our full potential unless we can overcome this and realize and become more present, get ourselves back to the garden, get ourselves back on our knees, get ourselves back to more humility and understand that the food is, is the dinner table is an altar of gratitude. It's how we show gratitude to the all that is for giving us what we have. And like you say, gratitude. Uh, it's just, so powerful. Just expressing gratitude for your food increases this energy. So even if you're just having a thought about that food while you're cooking it and you're throwing love into it while you're meeting, it always says, oh, I cooked that with love. Did you really? I mean, are you saying that or did you really mean that you cooked that with love? Oh, when you eat it, you can tell. Well, but, there, but there's some people who just say it for the effect. Mm -hmm. you know, like a commercial on TV, we made this with love. No, you didn't. You made it with a profit margin in, line. <laughs> <laughs> in mind. But we need to realize that, that, that we're up against a lot of things. But we don't have to give in. We can, we can, we can change it. We can actually alter the vibration of the food that we're eating. You know, when you're... I always tell people to, you know, when they're getting food ready, you know, or you want to pray over the food, start by breathing. You know, just take some... No one's going to take the food away from you if you don't pay attention for a second, you know, and it can wait a second. You do have to come from a positive place. Exactly. You have to start and be grateful. And even when you're cooking, I got crystals around my kitchen and I, I cooking is, I enjoy it. I think that's what helps me. I love cooking. So I think people can taste that. But focus your inner energy inward and, and, and onto yourself and bringing all your energy and the, all the light you can into your body. I, I'm, I've got this wonderful list here that, that someone gave me, but... Um, open your heart and envision light. You can, you're, you're, what you what you imagine, you're, you're making real. It's actually happening. You know, we create our own reality with our thoughts. Absolutely, we're creating a reality every second. Everything we, every thought is creating the next reality. So you know, we can't blame anybody else outside of us for what goes on. Yeah, well, with credit to Bruce Van Horn, thoughts become things. Oh, Van Horn, what a great guy! Exactly. But when you envision that light that is there all around the food. Um, and then, you know, you, you thank the angels, thank whatever your prime source is, whoever you give credit for, for everything you have, thank them. Uh, and then, and then praise, you know, just raise the vibration through praise. And that is, that's a fact. You can prove that the remotos, the messages in water has proven that when you express gratitude or food or love, the food actually reacts to the energy of what you're saying. I know it's very hard for some people to understand this, Alan. I really think it's very hard for some people. And that's why it's like, don't talk anymore. Shut up. I, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to think about this. It's too much for me to process. Yeah, but processing that could be that what will catapult you to living your highest. Well, and, and there is the, the key is you've, if you've shut your mind down to the possibility that this could even be true, it probably won't be true for you because you already start from a negative mindset. That's exactly mindset. the way it works, Alan. That's exactly. If you say, oh, it won't work with me, well, then it won't. It's like going to a hypnotist and saying, well, I've never been hypnotized. It won't work on me, but go ahead and try. Yeah, exactly. Good luck. <laughs> but, you know, just place your hands, after you thank the source, you know, place your hands over the food and envision light streaming into your body, filling you up with light and then flowing out through your hands over the food. How do, what do we do when we pray? We put our hands in front of our face and we put them in a prayer thing. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I think originally, I don't know whether this is true or not, you would think that prayer was kind of originally invented for that. You know, a, 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 the prayer of grace before a meal mm -hmm. was the shine of gratitude to put to humbly put your hands in front of your hands in, in your hands in prayer mode. Uh, you put but, your hands together as as a way of focusing. Yeah, exactly. Focusing on the one thing you should be the, being in the now, being present in what you're doing. 
But then you, you use these, you use your hands over the food, uh, you fill your body with light and then let the, let the light flow out through your hands. So um, it's coming through your crown chakra, filling your spinal cord, your entire body, everything, and flowing out through your heart into your hands, which are just an extension of, of your heart. And you put your hands over the food, surround your meal with light, raise this vibration, and just be sincere. Be sincere. Don't feel you got God is something I gotta do before I eat. And I think that's where we've gotten. We've forgotten the, the, the beauty of divinity. We've gotten way far away from what we're supposed to be doing. And, and I think this will, this in combination with a lot of different things is going to bring us back, bring this world back to a better place, Alan, because we're vibrating at a long, at a very low frequency right now. The whole world is. That's why we're so angry and unfulfilled. If we just eat clean, pray over our food, be sincere about it, try to eat as clean as we can, keep your body alkaline instead of acid. Those two activities right there, I doubt there's too many diseases that are going to want to find a home in your body because you're giving your, you've, the knowledge that we're giving you today, folks, is knowledge that we weren't given when we went through academia from grade school all the way to graduate school. They never talked to anybody about this. This is something totally foreign. And that's why it's so hard for some people to get it. So we need to understand you have the power. Get back to your roots. Focus on what's really important and pray. Use your vibration frequency. Use the light. It's there, Alan. We can do it. We can do it. But you got to start doing it. So whatever you eat and drink or whatever you do, do all in the glory of God. That's 1 Corinthians 10.31. And, and we have that ability. And, and, and if you follow the Bible, just don't, don't talk the talk. Walk the walk. And that's what people are not doing today. Yes, there's good people out there. Don't get me wrong. But I think we've gotten off the trail. And whether Christianity is your faith or Buddhism or what, whatever it happens to be, or mm -hmm. if it's just believing that you need to, to live a good life mm -hmm. uh, in, in whatever way that is. Yep. Uh, there needs to be some element of that mindfulness. You can't do it without being aware of what you're doing right. in each moment. Uh, and this is the perfect way to start focusing that to your food, being mindful as we eat, you know, taking the proper food as we select our food. We need to be mindful of what we are selecting to put into our bodies. As we eat the food, we need to be mindful mm -hmm. of how we are taking this into ourselves because it all matters. It does. You mentioned earlier the electromagnetic energy and how we're all electric people, right? I mean, we're electrical beings. I mean, well, not electro, but I mean, we have a, a charge in us, right? Right. Okay. So I'm going to take this well, before we wrap it up here. I'm going to tell you uh, there are some things that they talk about something called the angel diet. Yes. And I've experienced this myself because um, when I started eating more raw food, needing higher vibrational food, even before I knew what vibration this stuff was all about, I noticed that I had a, I um, was able to, I don't know, I guess you would say connect to my higher self more. M meditation came easier. Um, everything just got easier, um, but it was through an exchange of electromagnetic energy. That's what's going on there. And then it's easy to hear what your angels are trying to tell you. Um, your body's going to be healthier. Your, your, your spirit's going to be healthier. You're going to draw in more harmony with the spirits and the angels that are around us all the time. And then I, then I found this, this article kind of showing the science behind it. You know, we are spiritual beings. We have a pineal gland that produces 
DMT, which was a, a chemical used to create visions and spiritual mm -hmm. connections. Well, our pineal gland doesn't work anymore. So we are meant to be a bigger type of person than we are. We've been told we've been kind of like tweaked down and dumbed down through poor nutrition. But we, we can reach that highest, our highest self. And that's the, what we're, we're here for besides to be happy and love. We're here to reach our highest potential. I don't think God put anything on this earth that he didn't expect to excel. Yeah, there's suffering, there's pain, there's gonna be all this kind of thing. And there's no perfection. We're always facing something that's gonna deal with us, but that's what life's about. Well, and, and that's one of the other things that, I mean, you talk about the suffering and you know, and, and all of that, but that's an, another reason why I think that we are here is not just to raise our own vibrational energy, but then to contribute yeah. in some way to help others to the whole uh, lift themselves up as mm -hmm. well yeah and, and we've been doing it there's a there's a shulman residence they call the the earth vibrational frequency since 2012 which was the alleged end of the times well maybe the end of a time and beginning of a new time uh our the, the measure the vibrational frequency of planet earth has risen from I think we're talking hertz now. Folks, don't take me to the bank on this. Yes, on them, yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's but there's hertz. hertz yes. We're down like maybe four or five hertz. We're now we're up to 30. So there's no doubt that the shift and the change of our man's heart and that we're heading the right direction because the vibrational frequency of the entire planet Earth is rising. And we know what happens with the high vibe. That's what we want. That's what we're trying to achieve in this Earth is just to raise our vibe as high as we can because we know that that's what the Earth we need right now. Our world needs more, more love. As well, we know. It, it's all vibration. Every, yeah, well, as we know, it is. It's we, science. Why do you think it is that people react so strongly and emotionally to music? Oh, music gosh, is yeah. all vibration. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and you, absolutely. Know, you talk about the feeling in music. Oh, absolutely. And, but when those vibrations mesh in uh -huh. a musical way, oh, it's heavenly. You, you you can either have dissonance yeah. if you put the, you know, the wrong frequencies together, yeah. or you have harmony. <laughs> and those harmonies create overtones, and those overtones create more overtones, yeah. and it just grows from there. Oh, and absolutely! It can be very, I mean, Beethoven, Mozart. Oh, yeah. You know, pick your favorite. Uh, yeah. Sinatra. Yeah. Um, you know, what, whatever. A church your, choir hitting a perfect harmonic note that makes you tingle from head to toe. Absolutely. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. As opposed to. Uh, black blue oyster or the dark heavy metal bands <laughs> hovering around 440 yards. <laughs> well, the, the example that comes to mind for me is I don't. I'm sure you don't watch America's Got Talent, but there's a, a choir on oh, competing. Heck yes, I've been watching it. It gives me goosebumps. That when they did the the, the Rising. On, oh my on gosh, by Bruce Springsteen. Was, yes, oh my gosh, was, I saw that. I'm not ashamed to say I watch that. You know why I watch that show? Because it makes me feel good. <laughs> that show makes me feel good all over, rather than watching a murder mystery show on TV. But what they're doing is the same thing that we're doing when we pick the proper pieces That's to, right. to put into mm -hmm. our body. We're creating mm -hmm. a symphony yeah. when every time we make a meal... Create, and as we pray over it and we, we bless our meal, mm -hmm. we're conducting the orchestra, as it were, exactly. to make this beautiful piece as part of ourselves. Exactly. And by doing that, Alan, we're making the world a better place to live. And that's what we hope that you will get from this as well, that you'll find the way to bring your vibration to a higher frequency. Mm -hmm. you know, bring it up to 
as close to that 10,000 angstroms as you possibly can. <laughs> 10,000, that's right. That's, 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 that's a pretty high frequency. Oh, but we uh, can achieve it through love and compassion and just, just filling ourselves with light. My job and your job is we're bringing people into the light. That's our goal, is to just bring you closer to the light that you are. And it all starts with the food. And it, everything it, starts with food. It really does. And, it's, and the spirituality mm-hmm. and, and your, your faith in making this better, making mm-hmm. your vibration a higher frequency mm-hmm. so that you can be more mindful mm-hmm. in the way that you live. That's right. And then all that radiates out from you onto other people and you become this beacon. And that's how we change the world and get rid of all this anger and hate right now because the world is a beautiful place. And you know, real quick before we go, folks, we really need your input. Absolutely. We'd love to know what you think of our segment so far. We know we talk about things that are kind of unique here, but we know there's a market and it's getting bigger. I can't believe we're getting so many more downloads. On our website, uh, if you can let us know what you think we can do to make this better. If we mention your suggestion on the show, Alan decided to send you a free book. How about um, that? We'll send you a signed copy of, of um, my new book. Um, it's called Eat Right Now 4.0. Earth suit maintenance, because that's what this is. <laughs> there's, there's several ways to reach us. You can reach Chef Wendell online at chefwendell.com. You can reach us on Facebook and interact with the podcast directly on our Facebook page, Eat, uh, eat Live Right Now. <laughs> oh, Eat Right Now, too. <laughs> yeah, well, the books are eat, eat Right Now, which is where the title for yeah, what awesome. we're doing now is Live Right Now uh, on Facebook. Uh, and you can also uh, email us directly, if you like, at liverightnowradio at gmail.com. So contact us, let us know right. what you think and, and what we can be doing to, to help right. raise your frequency as well. Right. Um, you know, what would you like to hear us talking about? Is there something in particular you have a question about? Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. And, right. and like Wendell said, you might get a copy of his new book. From That's him. right. And so. most of all, just remember one thing, that Al and I love you guys. And thanks a lot for listening to us. Yeah, we are grateful for you. Absolutely. Just love you so much. We'll see you next week. We sincerely hope you like what you heard and you'll look for us on iTunes and Stitcher. Maybe even leave a comment for us and join us next time as we talk about ways that you can live right now.